Just say a quick svasemis. Is that what Nelson was doing to me before? <laughs> Reminded me from a svasemis. So the Mishnah in Yuma says, the Mishnah in Yuma says that, that before, before uh, Yom Kippur, the Rabbanim will go over to the Kaigal and make him take a shvul. And make him take a shvul. That he's going to do the Avaida, our version of the Avaida, not the Tztukim version of the Avaida. And who Pairashubaycha? When they parted ways from each other, they both parted ways and and they both cried. He cried because he was suspected of being a tztuki. And they cried, the Chachamim, because they were Cheshavikshir. But if you think about it for a second, if I'm not mistaken, it's a Gemar and Yuma. This math that I'm about to tell you is a Gemar and Yuma. There was 420 years of the Bayashani. There were two Kahanim that ruled for 80 years. There was 160, that's a minus 160. There were well over 200 Kahanim Gedalim in the Bayashani. So if you add 160 to 200, you're awfully close to a Kayan Gadol per year. Again, I haven't seen the Gemara in a while, but if I remember correctly, this was the math that's in the Gemara somewhere. I think you know. So, the two kind of them lived for 80 years. I don't even know if they made a shul of it. The rest of them, they were right. <laughs> Why were they parshnubaychim? And if they weren't right, they were awfully close to being right. Which means if you play the numbers, and we know from Hilchus Cheshubikshem and Hilchus Dalakatslos, you are you are able to play the numbers. It's a 50-50 game. And if the guy's natural, it's not. So, I mean, like, by right, the Chachamim had a right to, to say him these words. Like, swear to us, oh, I'm not throwing you off a cliff. I'm not killing you. Just please take a Shavua. You're going to do the Avaida like us, not like the Tzdukim. And it seemed within their right. Why were they Parshan Ubaychen? Why were they Parshan Ubaychen? The Gemara says, Kabdei V'chashdei. Some of you don't know, you should be mechabed, the Gemara says. I think says so. you should be mechabed, like Rav Shimon is the Lashen, I think. And if, even though you're mechabed him, trust but verify. Trust but verify. It's the proper way to act. So why were the chacham and parshim Says the Svasemes, a whole year round. A whole year round, you could go with the numbers and you could act prudently. And if there's reason to believe that somebody is not up to snuff because the numbers tell you that most people aren't up to snuff, then you could tell them what you need to tell them. You could take the necessary measures. But on Yom Kippur, when we need everybody to be together, like we see from the Ketairis, there were Marhaziran, Lamachteshes, Berv Yemakipurin, the Ketaris, which represents all types of Yid. It needs to be blend again. It needs to be finely ground again because there can be no purity. And if one Yid hates another Yid, it holds back the Kapar. If one Yid has tightness on another Yid, 
even if he's wrong. So the Swasemis says we see from here. Even if he's wrong, for this Kaingodal to be upset at the Chachamim would be wrong. Grow up. They're not, it's not personal. It's not a personal thing that they made you swear. It's a normal necessity. What are you taking it all personally? It's pro forma. They do it to every Kaingodal. You see from here, says the Swasemis, that they still need to ask Bechil, they still need to feel bad. Because even if you're right, even if what you did to another person was right, just, and necessary, it ain't going to work on Yom Kippur. On Yom Kippur, we need everybody to be 100% b'shalom with everybody else and have no tightness, real or imagined. Real or imagined. The bar for Yom Kippur, you see from this Mishnah, is that no one Yid can have tightness on another Yid whether or not they're just or not. And therefore, the Chacham or Pairah So too here in camp.